0: This is Kayla Fox, and you're listening to The Coach's Wife Podcast. Welcome to The Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox wife of a high school football coach and founder of the fly fox apparel a coach's wife boutique whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work huddle up and rest assured you can find joy and community as a coach's wife and it can all start right here Have you ever done the math and figured out exactly how much your husband makes coaching per hour? (laughs) I don't recommend it. I love my husband's job and I couldn't imagine him doing anything else. But his paycheck doesn't reflect the amount of time and energy he actually puts into it. Instead of complaining or growing bitter, years ago, I started getting scrappy and finding creative ways to make and save money. That's when I discovered Rakuten. Rakuten is a free program that allows you to shop as usual, then sends you cash back on qualifying purchases. Whenever I go to check out on Amazon or Target or eBay or lots of other stores too, I simply click the little purple R button on the corner of my screen and voila! At the end of the quarter, I get a check in the mail. No catches, no cost, just cash in my pocket. Sign up today using the link in our show notes to get your first check and join me in making every dollar count. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Wife Podcast. If we haven't met before, I'm a high school football coach's wife, I'm a mom of four, and I'm a 33-year-old girl who is still pretty obsessed with friends even after all these years. (laughs) (laughs) how you doing um (laughs) this topic in my um notes today for this show it's been there for a long time but it's popping out to me now um that I'm actually going through this today we are talking about how to connect with our husbands after a busy coaching season y'all know the drill there's like this real excitement and maybe even a smidgen of dread that carries us through the beginning of a new season There's new possibilities, new opportunities, but also there's that old feeling of like, buckle up, lady. (laughs) This isn't easy. As the season progresses, we find our rhythm, which is fantastic. But then we reach a point where it's like we're just operating on autopilot, right? There are so many nights during football season that my husband will come home and we basically like high five and tag team the rest of the night. Like, Hey, glad you're here. Can you take him to practice while I give the baby a bath? And once we finally get the kids to bed, it's like, oh, yeah, we had cereal for dinner. There's enough left for you to make yourself a bowl. Uh, (laughs) And here's all the things you missed today. Here's how practice was, you know, all of those things. And it's just like we're checking off this list of things that we need to touch base on before we go to sleep. And to be honest, like, it can feel a little forced and sometimes unnatural, but... You just do what you have to do to get through, right? Sometimes we just have to power through a little bit. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And don't get me wrong. I love football season. I love almost everything about it. But month after month after month after month <laughs> of me being um, the one to carry like this brunt of the load for our household and the kids wears on me. And I'm sure it does for you, too. So, I think it's just safe to say that during the season, we have a choice. We can sit and wallow and wave our white flag and say it's all too hard and basically give up. Or we can power through. And so I think a lot of us, most of the time, choose to power through. Now, depending on where we live, our seasons can all end differently. So we're in Indiana, and here, every team makes the playoffs so either we win state or we lose in the playoffs like there's no um, no in between there I know in other states you have to qualify to make playoffs so you might win your last game and then experience that high of a win but it's also accompanied accompanied is that right (laughs) am I saying that right with the reality that like season's over so that's got to be such a weird feeling for everyone to process This year for us, our season ended in the weirdest way because not only did we lose in the first round of playoffs after a successful season, but my husband was quarantined and couldn't even be there to coach or hug his boys afterwards. So it was horrible. And honestly, it still sucks all this time later because there's just no closure. Um, COVID impacted all of our seasons in one way or another. So I know that even though all of our situations are different, we all have our stories to share about the weirdness of 2020 and coaching and quarantining and all of that. Regardless, though, the point of this episode is what happens next? No matter how our seasons end, we know there will always be an ending. So what do we do now? How do we switch gears from autopilot to true teamwork and connection in our marriages again? How do we adjust to coach suddenly being in our space and being home a little earlier every night? Most importantly, how do we intercept all of those Amazon and Fly Fox apparel packages so seamlessly? <laughs> in all seriousness, when the busyness and hustle and demands of this lifestyle slow down, we're left with each other. How do we find our groove again? I put together a list of five ways that Brett and I have kind of learned to reconnect after football season ends. So I wanted to kind of go over those with you because maybe some of these will bring that light bulb moment to you. Like, oh, yeah, maybe that's what we need to do. Or, you know, maybe you're just starting your season. Maybe you're in the winter Um, And you just need to kind of bookmark this episode or kind of keep it in the back of your mind. Like, I'm going to go back to this come March because I know that I feel the same way. So wherever you're at, um, just remember that these are a few things that have worked for us and maybe they will work for you, too. So number one, my big thing that I have learned that we just have to do is we need to stop and revisit our expectations and our roles. So, for instance, I usually, since I work from home, I... I'm busy working, but I'm also the one doing the majority of the housework. So all the laundry, all the dishes, the floors, toilets, all the things. And I use—I mean, he's not even, he's not home. Like there's, it's not even an argument. It's really not even a discussion. Like it has to get done and I'm the one here to do it. So um thankfully our kids are getting old enough to where they can start helping. But really the majority of that does fall on me, which is fine. But you know, I have a husband who God love him. He doesn't, really care about having a clean house a mess does not bother him and so it's just funny because we always reach this point after football season ends where he's home more often that I start feeling this like tension like why isn't he helping and then I remember oh wait a minute I haven't asked him for help like I haven't explained to him again oh yeah like Here's all the things I've been doing and this is where I could use some help. So, who's helping with homework for our son now that's in school? Trash and dishes and laundry and all of those things. There are just things, there are things that he can do that are very simple that could take a huge load off of my shoulders, but... It's not like he's coming home thinking, how can I serve my wife tonight? You know, like I do have to have those discussions with him. So um, just taking the time to revisit our rules and our expectations. It's not like we sit down and have this real formal conversation, but usually about two or three weeks after season ends, we end up having this discussion of like, oh, yeah, here's here's what I've been up to the last couple of months and here's how you could help me. Number two is probably an obvious one, but I think a lot of us still look over it, and that is date night. So I don't know. I mean, I think every couple is different. I know of couples who are like, oh, we go out on a date one night a week, and even if it's just a simple walk, and others are lucky to get one once a month, but I think a lot of it is just prioritizing, like, hey, this is you and me here, and we have a team we serve, we have a community we serve, we have kids we love and lead, but like what all boils down to it, this marriage is us, you know, and we're going to get out of it what we put into it. So I think just prioritizing dates, even if it's not necessarily like we're not from now on, we're going to do this, this and this, you know, I don't think it has to be that. But I do think it has to be this conscious decision that like, okay, Football season's done, or whatever season it's done now. How are we going to start making this a priority again? And you know, just figure out what works for you. Maybe you, maybe you have the ability to pay for a babysitter often. Maybe you have the ability, um, you know, to drop your kids off at your parents' house, um, or you know, wherever. Or maybe, maybe you don't have little kids at home. Maybe your kids are older, or you don't have any, and you don't have to worry about childcare. You still need to just make that choice that hey. We're going to do more than just sit on the couch and watch Family Feud together. Please tell me we aren't the only ones that do that every night of the week. <laughs> but just to re- reconnect and to laugh again and enjoy food that you don't have to clean up after yourselves for. You know, like just those little tiny luxuries allow you to enjoy uninterrupted conversations so much more. And it's just it's invaluable for your marriage. So Taking the time to schedule a date or reprioritize, you know, how can date night fit into our lives the next couple of months is really important to reconnecting, especially after such a busy, crazy coaching season. My third tip for reconnecting with coach after a busy coaching season is to remember to give each other that space. So you go a whole season where Coach is busy doing his own thing. You're kind of busy doing your own thing. And all of a sudden you're, you know, crunched back together and everything's supposed to just be happy and merry. But the truth is, like, some for some people especially, that takes a little bit of an adjustment, a little bit of time. So it's okay to give each other a little bit of space. I know one thing that my husband and I do is as soon as he gets home from work, Either he goes on a run or I go on a walk or vice versa, like whoever goes first. But just a way of like kind of decompressing from the day for him after he's been at work all day long. And for me, after I've been working with the kids all day long, when it's just kind of that, you know, 45 minutes of like this is our time just to kind of breathe and think about other things um, not be pulled in any different directions and when we're done with that time like we both just feel so much more refreshed and we have the ability to give each other the attention that we deserve because we've had that time for ourselves so whatever that looks like for you just give each other that space and allow each other to have some room to kind of breathe and do your own thing and then reconnect when you're done and have that energy and time for each other Tip number five for reconnecting with coach after a crazy busy season is probably my favorite one (laughs) and it is to break away, have some sort of mini getaway. This is going to look different for everyone, but I will say if you can find a way to make it work, do it because it's so good for your marriage. There have been years where Brett and I, after a busy coaching season, have done something as extravagant as book a last minute trip to New York City and kind of just hang out there for a few days. We got to go over Christmas break one year and it was awesome and super last minute, super quick, but it was so good for us and it When we got home, we had, like, so much more energy for our kids and got to enjoy the holiday season so much more. And we got a killer deal by booking last minute and finding some good deals through hotel.com. Other times, we have not had the budget to do that, but we still wanted to do something. So we ended up booking a hotel in our hometown, and my parents watched the kids for the night, and we literally, like... Went to dinner at this, like, sports bar because, of course, we still had to watch games at night. And then afterwards, guys, we went back to the hotel and we went to sleep. <laughs> I think we were asleep by, like, 9.30. But we slept in. The next morning, we had breakfast. Like, it was just such a good getaway. Probably cost us 150 bucks, but it was Awesome. So pause what you're doing, stop what you're doing, and do something just super fun together, something that looks different than what's ordinary, and then just feel like... Okay, yeah, we're in this together. Like, we've got this, and we still like each other, which I think is a huge bonus for trips like that. So, break away, try to do a mini trip or of some kind, and hey, if you can do an extravagant trip, do it! <laughs> I just know a lot of us can't, and I don't want us to nix the whole idea because we can't afford something extravagant. Do something, find a way to do something so that you two can get some extra sleep, sleep in, relax, and just um, reconnect with one another. And last but not least, certainly not least, grace, guys, show grace, grace upon grace upon grace, especially after season, especially after this year. Wake up every morning and ask yourself, how can I be gracious to my husband today? (laughs) and before you write me off, listen, I'm not living in some sort of fantasy. We don't have some kind of like hallmark marriage, and most days I wake up a little tired and kind of annoyed with Brett for something, but once I take a shower, have some breakfast, and really think about my day, I start to ask myself, what does Brett need? What does he have going on? How can I make today easier for him? There are periods of time where, honestly, it feels like I'm the only one, Doing this, and I'm asking myself these questions, and I give and I give and I give. But there are always times when I stop and think, wow, all I've done is take and take and take. See, I think grace in a marriage sometimes ebbs and flows, but if we commit ourselves as much as humanly possible to be gracious to each other in the same way that God has been gracious to us, we'll come out on the other side stronger and better together. The bottom line is, we need to be willing to do whatever it takes to remind ourselves why we like each other in the first place. We need to go out of our way and invest in our marriage, even if it's something as simple as going on a walk together for 20 minutes. We need to remember that someday, he'll stop coaching. Someday, the kids will move out. Someday, it will really be just the two of you versus the world. Transitioning from coach being gone all the time to suddenly being home all the time isn't always easy. But I believe if we intentionally put these five things into practice, discussing our expectations and our roles, regular date nights, give each other some space, break away, have a mini vacation together, and grace, 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 putting these things into practice will make transitioning into off-season all the more smooth and enjoyable. All right, that is it for today. Until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on. If this episode encouraged you today, I'd love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. Your downloads and feedback will help me to deliver the best content that meets you right where you are. If you're a coach's wife who could use a little pep talk once in a while, check out The Fly Fox Apparel. It's a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fly Fox Apparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X Apparel.